Today on the Coaching Life Podcast. This injury has taught me and, and showed me how grateful I am to play. Yeah. And, and I know that when I get back out there, I don't, I won't leave anything on the, you know, leave anything out when I'm practicing, when I'm playing kind of thing. Because, you know, this moment is of just not doing anything, not practicing, not playing with my teammates is, is it, it sucks and it sucks to, yeah. to deal with and stuff. The best advice I can give is that, you know, you're going to feel a lot of emotions and you, you, you can't keep that into yourself. It, it's really important to talk it out, you know, and, and find someone, you know, to share what you're feeling with because it's, you're going to be feeling stuff, you know, not just physically. One day, a couple of guys sat down for lunch and a conversation began. They talked about youth sports, how to be better coaches, how to be better parents, how to be better at developing young people. Not only for the games they play, but for life. That's what the coaching life is, a conversation. And we welcome you. Now, here are the hosts, Chris Stewart and Pat Martin. Welcome back to the Coaching Life Podcast. It's been a little bit, what, a couple weeks? And Pat and I are here. Actually, Pat's not here in the studio. I do have a guest in the studio. We have a guest in the studio. Pat is, is remoting in. We don't want him in here with us today. Uh, be, not because we don't like him. He's dealing with a little sickness. So he's, he's sitting in his house. Actually, it looks like he's sitting around home plate, according to our, uh, our Zoom uh, background there. Uh, yeah. Is that the Meg's High School baseball field? Is that what that is? It doesn't look as nice as what it did there now, but that that was our new home plate, uh, freshly installed that, this, this past spring. That, so. Yeah, that you can see the grass is definitely spring grass in southeast Ohio. Yeah. It's got some brown in it. So, right. yeah, well, good to be back with you, buddy. Yeah, I'm still a little under the weather. I hope uh, everyone can uh, handle my voice today. So. It's even deeper than normal. <laughs> he, I always tease him, Curtis. He's got it. He's got this perfect voice for radio when he's in here behind the mics. I always have to turn the treble up and the bass down on him. <laughs> he has to sit at that mic over there because uh, because he's got that that lush, velvety radio voice. Velvety, that's yeah. what I was waiting for you to say. Yeah. <laughs> so we have uh, a guest today, very special guest, been wanting to get him on for some time and uh, it's perfect because they're preparing for a bowl game and uh, the schedule hasn't been quite as grueling for him. So Curtis Rourke is going to be in with us today. And uh, Curtis, first I want to say welcome. Glad you're here. We'll give you a chance to talk here in a minute, but you can say hello if you'd like to. Oh, hello. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let me uh, tell you a little bit about this guy. Um, First, you might have to answer this for me. You're a redshirt junior in football, correct? Yes, yes. So that means you have two more years of eligibility left. Now, academically, are you a senior? Or will you be I've, graduating this spring? I had you graduated this, this past fall. Actually. You just graduated the other day, oh, last wow. weekend. Last weekend. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Thank there you. you go. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. And, a, and a degree in communication studies. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Right here at Schoonover Center, Scripps College of Communication. That's Curtis is a grad of, of our program here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he came to Ohio University in 2019 from Holy Trinity High School in Oakville, Ontario, yep. in Canada. Um, began playing football. I read this. Began playing football when you were four years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Football is a love for this Rourke family. Yeah. Uh, so, for athletes that began their college career, I said 2019, and my daughter uh, Kaylee's the same age as Curtis, and and she began playing softball at a different university in 2019. And I know what life was like for athletes that began college in 2019 because. Uh, 
the road got really bumpy after that. I mean, it was, it was, there were so many question marks and it wasn't just people who began like even for Nathan finishing in that year and wanting to go out and hit the, the NFL, you know, workout circuit. It was really frustrating for him as well because COVID put a, uh, an interruption on a lot of progress. But at any rate, uh, that's where Curtis has been. I want to fast forward in this introduction because I really want to get to talking to him, but let's go to 2022 this year. This man has had a monumental season as a Bobcats leader, uh, the leader behind uh, the center uh, for the Bobcats. Let me let me take a deep breath here while I get ready to read these accolades. All right. And and he's not and Curtis doesn't gonna like this because he is a team first guy. Every every time I see him, um, uh, had the privilege of being on the sidelines for games. He's always over and uh, speaking, encouraging to talking to his offensive line. And then there's a real bond there. But in uh, in ten and a half games, because unfortunately, in, in uh, right before the second half of the the Ball State game, he went down with an injury um, that put, took care of the rest of his season. But he passed for three thousand two hundred and fifty six passing yards. That's 20, 20, 20th in all of college football. Twenty five touchdowns. That's eighteenth in all of college football. Four interceptions. Twelfth in all of college football. Seventy three point six QBR. It's 26th in all of college football, 69.1 completion percentage, first team All-Mac, the Mac Offensive Player of the Year, and Vern Smith Leadership Award winner, which is essentially what the, the most valuable player for, for uh, both sides of the Mac. And oh, by the way, Mackey's champion as well, Mackey's champion. Uh, and, and so that's, that's fantastic. But also, I know, I, I remember reading back in October, I saw where he, he was on the watch list for the Manning Award as well, which will be presented to the, uh, the top quarterback in all of college football. I believe after all the bowls have been played is when that one's um, presented. But uh, here's, here's a cool one. He is a finalist, one of five finalists to win the John Cornish Trophy, which is awarded to the top Canadian football player in the NCAA. And that war, award, Pat, is actually being declared tonight. Or today, sometime today, tonight, whenever the uh, Crown Gridiron Nation show is, it's their last episode of their show. And uh, so d- December 14th, our, our time of recording. So by the time people listen to this podcast episode, uh, we will know whether or not uh, Curtis has received that award. But just being a finalist is, f- is phenomenal. Um, Nathan, Please, awesome. Curtis's brother, Nathan. Um, oh, by the way, his brother is a pretty darn good quarterback as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nathan Rourke was here at Ohio University, now uh, playing for the BC Lions in the Canadian Football League. Um, he was our guest on episode 19. And it's, a, it's, a, it's an episode that I still, to this day, kick myself for because I got the, the audio wrong and his microphone wasn't recording. And so all we were able to do is get whatever audio we could get grab from the bleed over into our microphones. Oh, and, no. and it was, yeah, it was, it was so good. It was such a good episode. In fact, one of my buddies, one of my uh, assistant coaches listened to it recently. And when I told him we were going to have Curtis on this week, he said, hey, make sure his microphone's on, would you? Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he said I, that, that one with Nathan was hard to listen to, but he said uh, it went just because of the volume issue. But Nathan was really good on here. But uh, yeah, episode 19, that's a long time ago because this is episode 136. And uh, so for our our guest for episode 136, we're absolutely thrilled to have a conversation today with Curtis Work. So welcome. Thank you. I mean, this is a lot of of episodes, so a lot of pressure, you know, a little bit. Uh, I don't yeah, know. I don't know if we've had anybody. I, I don't know that we've had a guest bigger than Curtis on this show, have we? Oh, stop it now. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I'll say this: in, in a couple of years, he's probably going to be the most. Per- there you go. An unadded pressure on you, Curtis. But you're probably going to be the most prolific Ohio University quarterback in, in our history. So that you know, uh, let's talk pretty- about that for a second, if you don't mind. I, and I know it's probably going to embarrass the the heck out of him, but you know. Because I know you're a team guy, but first of all, just the Bobcats in general, what a heck of a turnaround this oh, season! Yeah. I mean, three, yeah. three and nine last year, uh, over three and five in the MAC mm-hmm. last year, um, to this year, nine and four overall, seven and one in the MAC, MAC East champions, and I think it's needless to say, no one expected that. Now, let me ask you: Did you guys expect it? You know, there was there was a, a certain feeling um, when we lost that game, uh, last game of season 2021 to Bowling Green, that, you know, we underperformed this year. Um, and that there was there was some turnaround that needed to happen. And I felt that growth in or in that change kind of at the end of spring, kind of leading into the summer. Got a bunch of new guys, um, you know, Sam and Jacoby were some yeah. big additions that we've had that, that a lot of people could see this season. But... They came in the summer and um, kind of started working with them, and there was just the different feeling that was going on. You know, Coach Alvin, we had a year with him and in right. right. hearing his philosophies and hearing what he wanted to do with the team, um, and and we kind of bought in. We wanted that. We wanted that year. We wanted to do better this year, and um, so we. You know, I don't think anyone could have guessed that we turned around this much, but there was definitely some. Like them said, like I said, that feeling that we would we'd be better and we we, we wouldn't underperform this year. Sure. Yeah. yeah. You mentioned Sam and Jacoby, and I I've said this as well because you know you you clicked like you got into a, a rhythm there three or four games in, and I looked at some of the guys standing beside me during the game. I said, you know what? Not only is Curtis a really sure passer, like you make sure that, like four interceptions tells that story, but your receiver, your receiving core this year was really good yeah. those, those guys were really good yeah I, I would i said all year long with we have the best receiving core in, in the mac including I, tight ends and stuff totally agree yeah they they continue to make plays it makes my job way easier to throw them the ball and and they can go up and make a play yeah. um and, and so um you know a lot of a lot of my um accolades are credited to them a little bit you know just because mm-hmm. they're on the receiving end so yeah for sure i love that mentality of a quarterback I just got to get get the ball to the playmakers. Yeah, literally, that's how that's how it was. <laughs> yeah. this, this year sometimes. But them guys were. Yeah, throw a spot pass to Sam and let him run for forty seven yards. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I remember throwing that hitch route to Jacoby against Miami, and it was about five yards. I mean, yeah. I threw it maybe five ten yards, and it ended up being like a like a forty something yard touchdown. Yeah, that was, it's a nice stat. Oh yeah, for you. Yeah, for, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, now, now they do they do emphasize that yak the yak uh, yardage now on the on the, if you look through the ESPN stats so you, you get to see those receivers how they've achieved that mm-hmm. which is which is pretty cool but yeah that's fantastic uh, this past four or five weeks have been a whirlwind mm-hmm. for you I mean I'm sure emotionally with uh, you know the, the the winning of the Mac East prepar- preparation for Detroit going up there. Um, you know, of course, losing the game at Toledo, um, and uh, but and, and you not being able to be on the field, things like that. Talk, talk a little bit about and and we didn't mention this, and I know we will um, talk a little bit about the injury more specifically. But you know, in the in the Ball State game, you had a non-contact injury. I, in mm-hmm. fact, I I look, I had the 
the game on. I was there with you guys. I had the game on ESPN to see to, and, and and kind of scroll back to see what exactly happened. And it was it was you were just in the pocket. Yeah, you, I mean you were in the pocket and planted that back that back leg and went down. Mm-hmm. And uh, what all what all did it destroy there? If you don't mind telling us. Yeah, so just kind of just tore my ACL and then a little meniscus, um, and uh, it was it was one of those those moments where um, you know it happened and and I felt felt kind of that that pop, you know. Mm. Um, and the only other time I felt a pop is when I broke my collarbone. Yeah, uh, it was what twenty twenty, and, and so it was. It was the, the the reaction that I had was more mentally going through what is what does this mean you know kind yeah. of in, in, in it, it was it was painful but it, it was more mentally like uh, this is this is this not going to be good and yeah so, you were punching the ground yeah I mean kind of uh, you know mm-hmm. it was it was it was hard to watch because I you could see that you knew yeah that something even though you wanted to remain hopeful and optimistic you, I did you knew yeah yeah I did. Curtis, one of the things, and I don't know, you know, we didn't really talk a whole lot about what our podcast is about, but Pat and I really began this to be a resource for people who have kids, you know, who are playing, you're playing sports right now, youth sports. And um, sometimes, a lot of times, those those people are are dads who are coaching those kids as well. So we kind of talk to to both of those people, the parent and the coach. And but we also have a lot of students who listen as well, a lot of high school students. And so we've done several episodes where we will 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 discuss um, issues surrounding being recruited, making college decisions, things like that. The difference between being a high school athlete and a college athlete. So if you don't mind, let's let's go backwards a little bit in, in your experience. Would you tell us a little bit about your journey and and your decision um, that that process that brought you to Ohio University that made you decide to come here? Yeah, it wasn't so clear cut. Uh, a little bit of a long story, but um, you know, I, I grew up in Oakville, Ontario, mainly. Uh, we after we moved there when I was uh, when I was really young, um, and grew up there. Went to um, uh, just yeah. So I played football, you know, club football all the way growing up uh, until I got to high school. Um, and played uh, my ninth and tenth grade um, at Holy Trinity, um, and I was, was gearing up to play for the rest of the, my high school career until uh, my brother Nathan, who um, that previous year won um, the whole Canadian thing. Basically, anything you can do in as a high school, you know, he won it all. He won, won the you know wow. led the country. He was number one uh, number one ranked in the country as Canadian. He, he kind of just said, um, "I kind of done everything I can." <laughs> I want I, and and I still haven't got recruited. He he, yeah, he didn't yeah. get looked at by by any states and in, in in any D one programs. And so um, he he transitioned, got a call to to go play uh, his senior year in Alabama, which which he did. And um, I was going to stay back in and just continue to play out. But mm-hmm. there's something that happened, something that wrong with a what they call a host family there. And uh, so my mom and I had to make a decision to uh, move down with him and, and play with him. Um, and just do my, I did my, um, uh, 10th, uh, sorry, it was 10th grade. Sorry, my bad. Uh, my 10th grade year there, uh, while he was a senior. Okay. Um, and so I didn't play at all. There was no playing for me. I think I was third string. I was right behind Nathan and, uh, uh, the coach's son at the time. Okay. Um, and so I got no playing time. It was a huge change for me just because I was kind of that the quarterback for, you know, ever since I started playing. And you would you have been the starting quarterback at Oakville? 
Oh, absolutely. Or yeah. Holy Trinity. Yeah, I had a group, really good group of guys that I grew up with, and we all went, a couple of us went to the same high school, played that, that freshman year, and um, gearing up to play just yeah. again and make a better wow. better run and stuff, and it kind of just yeah, kind of just yeah. yeah, and, uh, and it, oh. I was happy to go because he was, you know, I wanted him to, to reach sure. his goals and stuff. How, how old was that uh, second-string quarterback? Was he a junior or senior? Or? He was actually younger than me at the time. Um, but he, so he, we, he, he moved up a grade. So they, what uh-huh. they did in Alabama, they did a 10th, 11th and 12th were on the same team. And then the, the, the JV team was kind of like eight and nine, mm-hmm. but he, um, he was younger than me, but we were the same grade kind of thing. Yeah. Cause they, they did some weird, like yeah. hold back a year. I don't know what they did. There are a couple schools around here that do that. Yeah. It was, it was <laughs> weird age wise. Yeah. How did uh, how did that shake out? Like your junior year, what what happened as far as playing time goes? Yeah, so my yeah sophomore sophomore year done. Nathan graduated, mm-hmm. did all that, broke records, whatever, and I was not having much fun there because it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't a great year for me. And so um, we we moved back to Canada, and I and I finished I finished my 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 year there, my last two years, actually three years because. Which I'll get to, but yeah, gotcha. yeah, the uh, the the guy, the coach's son, had, he was a great player. I mean, great athlete. He played baseball as well, and and I think he went and played D uh, one baseball later. Oh, on. okay, yeah. So um, you had, so you had freshman year mm-hmm. in Ontario, sophomore year in Alabama, yep, and then junior, senior, and you said a third year. Yeah. So okay. so so in Canada, they offer a, a fifth year, which is normally for students that um, either wanted to change the major they wanted to do in, in, in college okay. or those that didn't get enough credits throughout the four years. Yeah. Um, and it's been a way the last five or five or 10 years to for athletes that if they didn't get looked at, they can get hmm. a, another year and wow. stuff. And after my senior year, um, I had no offers from anywhere, you know. Okay. Um, I, I spoke to um, Ohio a little bit. I mean, my brother was there sure. already, so I had the foot in the door a little bit. But they said they didn't have any offers for me for for this year, and um, so I came back. And they said if you come back, we could probably get you your scholarship for for the 2019. And so that meant I had to come back. But I already graduated in 2018, which was kind of huh. funny. Um, so I literally just came back and, and played the football season, and then early enrolled in 2019. So they had you had no classes. I took classes, but they didn't really matter. <laughs> you weren't gonna. They, like, yeah, they weren't gonna act. Yeah, I'll be that gone. It was funny because I was I was you know thinking I could just go and show up and everything and just not get you know yeah. suspended or anything. You know, and my mom was like, "You're gonna do well in <laughs> those classes." He said, uh, "It doesn't matter." And yes. so, so I maintained a and not a bad not a bad grade, and then uh, just left second what were those classes like like were you taking creative cooking and like auto mechanics and things what were were you doing i think it it was pretty just basic classes and then i I was thrown in like an econ class and it was i was kind of annoying to go yeah right i took these already yeah yeah exactly i was just like this is this is not but it was fun i mean i was basically just playing football and and stuff oh yeah and and i was Mm. glad because i don't i wouldn't wouldn't have been here if I didn't have that extra year and stuff, and that yeah. changed everything. So you know, that's kind of like what IMG does. I, the IMG Academy down in Florida. We had a student from Athens that that was uh, he was a freshman during my last year coaching here in Athens, um, and he took his 
uh, sophomore. Actually, it may have been actually he he stayed at Athens his sophomore year, and then he went his junior and senior year, and then an additional year at IMG because he wanted to be recruited to play in college, but he wasn't ready to play in college yet. So IMG basically his la that last year after he graduated high school, he just played baseball because mm. it was kind of like a right. it was it's a school that's combined with with sports with other whatever sport you desire to play. You could either receive a scholarship to go there, or you could pay the a lot of money <laughs> to go there, and his fam his family could afford it as well. Right. So that, yeah, um, but it yeah it's that's that's a really cool concept actually. Yeah, it's it, it's it's whenever I tell people you know here in in, in my uh, teammates and stuff, they're like, oh, I, yeah. I wish I could have done that and get another yeah. another year under your belt and sure. stuff. And yeah, the best we have here is junior college, right? Which Nathan actually Nathan went to experience junior, junior college. college. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of Nathan. <laughs> I'll let Pat ask. Uh, Pat's got a question for you here regarding your brother Nathan. Sure. So. <laughs> well, I, you know, I think it's a a pretty unique situation that you find yourself in, and um, just wondering. You know, Nathan Rourke was a great quarterback, <laughs> so to you know to take over that position, you know, behind uh, someone of his talent. Uh, it, it has to be, uh, there has to be some challenges that come along with that. But also, you know, he's also your brother. Mm -hmm. So I was just wondering, you know, what, what, uh, what's it like to, uh, to kind of slide into that, that quarterback position behind Nathan being, being as good as what he was and, and the fact that, you know, he, he's, he's, he's a guy that you've known all your life. Yeah. It's, I mean, I'm, I'm so happy that he had the year and career that he's had playing football and, and I went to, the two years that he was at Ohio before I got there, um, you know, I came to every, mostly every game that I could. Um, and, I, and I supported him just like I did throughout his, you know, growing up and stuff like that. And um, so uh, I was so happy to see the success, the success that he's had. And, and when I went in 2019, my freshman year and his senior year, it was awesome that we could play together. It was the first time mm -hmm. we really could play together and be on the sidelines together. And that was a moment that, you know, we'll both never forget. And, and one of the, the goals that we had growing up is to play on the same team. And, and it just worked out well because he could kind of mentor me as, you yeah. know, a student, a student as well as, uh, you know, a football player and stuff like that. Um, and it's, you know, a lot of people ask me about, you know, coming in and being the successor of, of Nathan and, and how great he was. And it's, you know, it, it's a lot of pressure, but it's something I had to deal with, you know, growing up because he's sure. been great for so Did long. it in high school. <laughs> Exactly. I did it in high school. I did it, yeah. did it in, in the club club uh, program that we, we grew up in. You know, I was always the the brother of what a great, you know, and, and so um, I, I was, I'm used to it. You know, I'm used to being able to go in there and and, and, and trying to live up to them. But it, at the same time, it's, you know, we're different quarterbacks. And I think that's, that, that helps and separates us. Um, and it, it takes a little off. And, it's, I'm, you know, people aren't looking for me to replicate his stats. Right. Because, they're, we're, you know, we're different players in the end. Yeah, I think people see that as well. They may, may, may not have seen it at first, but, they, but now it's, it's quite obvious. But, I, you know, one thing I'd like to say about that, too, is, I, you know, have, knowing you both and not necessarily knowing the relationship you have, but seeing you two being able to interact at least for a year while Nathan was here as well. Um, that, that doesn't like, I, I know that you being the successor to your brother doesn't like, it, that doesn't bother you one bit. Like you, you guys have a love for one another that um, is really special. And the, and like, there's no, there's no, there's zero ego between 
either of these two guys. Like Nathan would want you to break all of his records yeah. and uh, and you wouldn't care whether you did or not. I, I mean, yeah. yeah, it's just, it's, it's uh, but, the, but there's still that competitiveness where yeah. you're going to try and yeah. you're, you're <laughs> going to do it most likely. <laughs> so, but uh, maybe not his rushing record, although you, mm. you have had uh, some, what, 74 yards rushing this year, I think, uh, <laughs> is, what I, is what I read. I think yeah, it was the same well, as that. Yeah, a couple, I, two I, rushing I touchdowns maybe? Or something. I think I had four, four rushing that, touchdowns. Something like yeah. that, yeah. yeah like, you know, well, Curtis, he don't run the ball as well as Nathan did or whatever, but I, watching the games this year, I, I saw him move a little bit. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that's a, you know, that's, a, I, I don't want to say that that you've caused people to forget Nathan. No, Nathan will never be forgotten here. Mm. But there was there was pressure on you, and you probably felt it, to, you know, people kept saying, you know, the, the, the talk was, will he be as good as Nathan? Will he be as good as Nathan? Will he be as good as Nathan? Well, here's the thing. Like, you've already said it. They're two different quarterbacks. And so, the, and they're, they're both going to go down as two of the greatest quarterbacks Ohio University has had, without a doubt. And it's going to be accomplishing things in different ways. And it's just a really phenomenal thing. I mean, to be... Uh, your parents, uh, uh, you know, I mean, to be, to be, uh, I see the, I see how proud uh, they are. Larry and Robin. Robin. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I almost said Tracy. I correct. Christoph's mom. Christoph's mom. Yeah. yeah. Tracy. Yeah. 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 Um, but uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's pretty phenomenal. And uh, no, yeah. I mean, Nathan's been nothing but supportive for me. I mean, yeah, we, we talked usually every week uh, before the games and he would break down his game. I break down my game and, yeah. who were playing and stuff and I mean it was funny you mentioned the rushing thing because uh, like you said he, he said you're probably going to break my passing ones but you're not touching my rushing <laughs> and, uh, so that's but, pretty funny but it was funny though because I watched like last year um, during games not this past year but last year during the game he he would um, he would get on Twitter and kind of defend you right because yeah. like you like he'd be watching the game and you'd rush for you know 12 yards he'd be like oh I didn't think he'd run <laughs> I, I, I didn't I didn't think he was a running quarterback you know it just kind of you got those little jabs in those yeah. passive aggressive jabs in so we'll see how long that carries I if I get closer <laughs> <laughs> the coolest thing about it is you know years from now people were going to be talking about I remember when oh you had the Rourke brothers yeah you yeah, know that period of time that era that you know so the the Rourke name, the the legacy there is just going to continue to grow. I think that's the cool the cool yeah. thing about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, you know, not not to step on your toes, coach, but you know, I think it's a good segue into this this question here because it, you know, nothing um, success doesn't come without challenge. You know, you got to have challenge. You got to be, you got to and maybe stumble. You got to you know you got to be pushed and you got to struggle a little bit to to have success. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, you know, we mentioned uh, Curtis, your your ACL injury there, you know, before, and and you know, there's, I don't think there's any doubt in, in coach and I mind that uh, you're gonna you're gonna come back from that and 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 be better than than you were before. But you know, just uh, I told you before we started recording that there's a there's a uh, a player on our on our basketball team, uh, Meg's High School, that uh, tore his ACL and. I, you know, I was just wondering if you had any advice uh, for players out there who maybe recently uh, suffered a, a serious injury uh, like you like you're going through right now. Yeah, it, it's it's a it's a new injury for me. You know, I mentioned that uh, before, before the show, and in it's something that I've I've had to uh, kind of just figure out with figure out and, and and deal with in a different way. But 
Um, the, the best advice I can give is that, you know, you're going to feel a lot of emotions and you, you, you can't keep that into yourself. It, it's really important to talk it out. Um, you know, I, I see uh, one of our sports psychologists um, just to talk it, figure out, you know, there's a, there's a lot of, you know, you know, negative emotions that you want to give out. And it, it's, it's important to, to, to talk to those through and stuff like that. Um, and it, it, this injury has taught me and, and showed me how grateful I am to play. Yeah, and, and I know that when I get back out there, I don't, I won't leave anything on, the, you know, leave anything out when I'm practicing, when I'm playing, kind of thing. Because you know, this moment is of just not doing anything, not practicing, not playing with my teammates is, is it, it sucks, and it sucks to, yeah. to deal with and stuff. But um, I'm grateful to play, um, and and it's like I said, it's really important to talk it out and, and find someone you know, to share what you're feeling with, because it's, you're going to be feeling stuff, you know, not just physically. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's such a huge part of any sport. I, you know, Pat, you mentioned a player you have, I've got, I've got one who had to sit out every, you know, the, essentially the entire season last year, because the second game of the season, he, uh, yeah, yeah. His sophomore year, uh, threw a ball from shortstop and he felt, he, he felt his shoulder pop and, um, and, uh, I, I see the hunger in his eyes this year and I actually talked to him recently and said, uh, tell me, tell me about how much you love the game. He said, I, I didn't realize how much I loved it until I had to sit and watch you guys play. And he said, I thought I knew how much I loved it. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, but it's, it's different. It, and so there is, I mean, you know, Ryan holiday, uh, I, it all, this always comes to mind when we speak about injury to, for me, his book, uh, uh, the obstacle is the way. Um, it's f- mm. phenomenal little book, you know, and it's and it's 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 just all about you know how every time we face an obstacle, there's this tendency to want to go around them, you mm-hmm. know, to want to avoid them, to try to find ways around the obstacles, and so often, you know, there is so much to learn, so much to gain, so much growth, just just going through it. Just yep. going right through it, yep. you know, and that speaks to right where I'm reading David Goggins' new book right now. Mm-hmm. Never finished, man. I, you, you you know who that is? I know who he oh is. I haven't goodness. read that book. Dude yet. is an uh, animal, yeah. and I, I'm I've, I've been pumped for three days since I've been reading that book. <laughs> so, Coach, but, yeah, Coach, maybe you could let Curtis read the the book that you're reading. Yeah, that's that's even though it's a, even though it's a gift. Oh hey. I bought it for Brock for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I bought. So now he's going to know what one of his Christmas gifts are if he's listening to this podcast. But no, I bought it for Brock. And I'm like, I'm going to start reading this a little bit, and and I, I kept reading it, kept reading it, kept reading it, and so yeah. I, I finally like, okay, I got to wrap this, and mm-hmm. I'm actually listening to the audio. I d- downloaded the audio book, mm-hmm. and I'm listening to it, and that's that's been that's been pretty good. So. No, yeah, he's an animal. He's, he is, he's, man. Yeah, that's and, a mentality. Yeah. yeah, and and you speak about you know t- speaking of. Um, being able to understand what your mind is doing, mm-hmm. right? I mean, and and that's really what this book's a lot about is 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 understanding how to unleash you know your mind to think to make it think the way you want it to think. You know, you 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 are in more control than you realize of your mentality. And we tell our athletes mm-hmm. that all the time. You know, butterflies butterflies are great, right? But you're in control of them. Get yeah. them all flying in the same direction, and then let's go. Let's go out here yeah. and win this thing, yeah. right? And 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 so that's yeah. It's the same is true for those sad emotions, angry emotions, everything. You know, uh, we we got to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we we mentioned that we have some high school students who listen. Their parents certainly do, and and it's always interesting to me whenever we have a current college athlete or a college athlete or professional athlete on this podcast, whoever these if every time someone makes it to a different level, they're there for a reason. 
And you know, you're a college athlete, gonna be a professional athlete someday. I'm confident of. And and it's 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 fascinating to me. We have we have hundreds of kids who are playing high school sports, and a lot of those kids think they're going to go play in college. They want to go play in mm-hmm. college. They're not going to, and they're not going to make it. They might go and start playing in college, but they're going to drop out. And there's a reason yeah, for that. They want to go play in college. Exactly. There's a reason why that happens so often, and it's because they don't understand. They don't understand. They just don't mm-hmm. understand what mm-hmm. they need to be doing right now to prepare for that. Can you go back and just think, I mean, maybe tell us a little bit about some of the things that you did perhaps differently than other people when you were in high school to pre- because you knew what your goals were and you know, to prepare. And, and even though you had no offers mm-hmm. come that last year, but then coming into your extra year, you know, I'm sure there were some, some different things there as well. But like, what, what, what made you different than other high school students? Yeah, um, you know, being honest, you know, my first couple, maybe two, three years of high school, I, I wasn't, um, you know, I wasn't set on my goals of, of mm-hmm. playing, and I was, I was, I found myself felt me feeling behind, kind of thing. I, w- I would go to some some camps uh, in, in in for college uh, at, at different colleges, like Ohio is one of them, but a lot of other Mac schools and stuff, and I would see different quarterbacks and saying, you know, they're, they're a lot bigger than me. They're, you know, mm. they, they look, they definitely work out more than I do kind of mm. thing. And, and it was, I was in a, a smaller uh, high school and, um, I could get away with not working out a, a ton and stuff like that. And so it wasn't until later on in high school that, you know, I kind of, you know, said, if you want to be successful, you got to start working out a little bit, you yeah. know, or, or, or preparing a little bit better. You're preparing more, watching more film, you know, it wasn't really a big deal to watch film and um, it, it, at my high school, but it was something that I wanted to do because I knew mm-hmm. preparation is really important. Um, and you know, going into college, it's it's a big commitment for to to play college sports, and I'm sure we all know that. Um, and you got to figure out if you really love the sport or not. You know, there's yeah. there's a lot of college activities that happen, and you're gonna have to sacrifice not doing those. Uh, for for the game you love, and there's a lot of you know teammates that I've had that have dropped out, like you said, because they just they want to live a different life. You know, yeah. they get to college and say that's you know waking up at six six o'clock in every every summer is not what I want to do. Staying the whole summer yeah. Yeah. and working out the whole time is not is not something I want to do. And and if you love the game, you're going to be there. But you got to figure that out in high school. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you almost have to love the process. Yeah, just as much as you love the game, and I think that's where you know a lot of high school uh, players they don't they don't see that part of it. You know they they're not as committed to that to the weight room or you know their diet or mm. that sacrifice that you mentioned to to understand you know that that that's what it's going to be like yep. in college. And if you can't handle it, you're if you're you know it's, it's probably not meant for you. Exactly. Yeah. What's your favorite thing about being a college athlete? Uh, and definitely the, the the memories, connections, teammates that I've had, the relationships that are created. Um, you know, I've I've always said, and in, in why I love sports and, and the impact sports having me had on me is just the the memories that you create with 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 different people and stuff. The relationships that I, I've made. Um, sports is is one of the few things that um, you can bond over um, with with a with a stranger yeah. kind of thing. Um, I've met so many great people in just different years. They come in and out. Um, you know, I'm friends with true freshmen that just got here who are three, four years younger than me, you know, yeah, and, and yeah. that's something that doesn't happen in every profession, every sport. Um, and I'm, and I'm grateful. I got, 
a really good group of guys that I hang out with and all credit to, to, to football. You know, yeah. we come from all different areas um, of, you know, of the world, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You do have a really good friend group. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, he, he's, he's chosen some really top quality folks to, <laughs> to hang out with here and call his best friends in, yeah. at Ohio. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that awesome, though? Like most of the guests that we have on, when they talk about their experience in youth sports or high school sports or whatever it is, they, they talk about the relationships. It's yeah, always, I mean, they just won a Mac East championship, right? Just, yep. I mean, yeah, th- th- nothing about the stats, nothing about actually on-field stuff, but it is. There, there's something really special that happens, a bond that's created when a team goes through, has the kind of run that you guys had this year, especially coming back from adversity, mm. uh, a, a, what you would consider to be a not successful year uh, last year. Um, but, but that those friendships become even tighter because even even in the good even in the good run there's adversity there's ups and downs things mm-hmm. like that you know playing time not playing time all this all this stuff that you're talking about with you know with 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 all these buddies but working through them mm-hmm. brings you closer and and it's a it's a really cool thing mm-hmm. um that and that is that's a special thing about college athletics i saw brock's team do that you know he, they didn't have a ton of success during the four years that he was there but his last year senior year they made a nice run for their conference championship and and didn't win the championship but it was you could see this bond and when they finally lost that last game they didn't want to leave the i mean the people were turning the lights out on us down in beckley mm. at the at the stadium there because because they those guys were just you know just just uh, it was it was tough it was really tough actually mm-hmm. i had to get on the road i couldn't i couldn't watch it <laughs> So, yeah. yeah, and the interesting part about college sports is too, you're competing every day against those friends that you're talking about. Yes, you know, you know that if and they're competing against you, they're trying mm-hmm. to, you know, they they want to be in the position that you're in. So that's that's a kind of another element there. I mean, you know, ideally you have that in high school, but it's not always like that. You know, a, a lot of times you don't have that level of competition. But there's, you know, as a college team, you, you that I mean, that's what everyone's there for to to get their to get their spot and. And uh, it's just, I don't know, it, it, I think it's the it's part of the uh, majesty of sports that, mm-hmm. um, like you said, uh, Curtis, you can you, you can just bond with people for whatever reason. Sports just allows you the opportunity to bond with people uh, that you may not uh, bond with otherwise. Yeah, absolutely. What, what's your least favorite thing about being a college <laughs> athlete? <laughs> Um, it, it, this is a great question. I think I think yeah. players out there, yeah, the high school players, because it, hear this. Yeah, it's not roses all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I touched yeah. on it before. Yeah, you know, a little bit, a couple questions ago, but it, it's it's a time commitment, and um, you know, you you got to be good at time management, and that's something I've had to learn when I got here. It's a great skill to have, you know, if, moving forward in your future, and so sports isn't great for that again. Yeah. But um, you know. There's a lot of uh, you're gonna get off school and in midseason kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You got to be able to time manage. You know when you're doing that um, during the season, it's about six seven hours at, at the stadium facility, kind of mm-hmm. working out meetings, you know, practice and stuff. And that's six seven hours away from possible, you know, working on homework kind of thing. Yeah, you know, getting your studies and stuff. And so it can be hard at some points. Um, I especially 2021 that season it was it was hard to manage those things you want to watch film you want to sure want to do that get the extra edge but then you got something to do it that night you know yeah. um and, and so that's tough but I mean if you 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 love it like like a lot of us do it's it's a sacrifice you're taking yeah yeah there were many times Pat when we would finish the chapel service and I'd ask 
couple of the guys, hey, what are you doing now between now and curfew? I'm like, I, I've, I've got to finish the paper. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, gotta go back, I mean, got to go back go back to my room and finish the paper. Night before but, the game. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people yeah. are just, they bring their laptops on away games and away trips yep. and, and just doing some homework before light lights out. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. You're, you, you know, there's, you're not, you, there's not a lot of time that you get to sit in your dorm, you know, your room and mm-hmm. uh, not, not spend time doing something, especially when you consider the travel that goes into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to be able to carve that time out to get things done. Yep. It's a great skill to have though. So, I mean, I'm going to be better for it. I'm going to be better for You're going to be a better person. <laughs> yeah. Better, better professional and whatever it is that you end up doing. Mm-hmm. So we've talked a lot about football. Let's change gears. Have you played any other sports? I played um, in high school. I played basketball all four years. Okay, yeah, I just it was a great off season sport for me. Um, really good at conditioning, yeah. keeping me in shape. Um, and you know, I, I love the game. Love watching it. I, I think yeah. it's it's a you know fast pace and right. a, lot, a lot of a lot of fun to, to to play as well for sure. Yeah. Never picked up a baseball bat. You know, I I tried out my senior year. And it was oh, just, you waited until that long? Yeah, and that was a mistake. That game uh, will eat you up. Yeah, that was a mistake for sure. <laughs> um, I was always worried that it would affect my throwing motion um, because uh, the lo- length in your arm. The length, yeah. But you know what's funny about that is that that's that used to be. I mean, baseball guys, baseball mm-hmm. people. I mean, yeah, yeah, they always they always wanted you to get the long the longer path to your mm-hmm. arm. That is gone. Really? No. Yes. Yeah. It's all about short, short path, mm. real short path. Yeah. yeah. And a foot. because and it's come, it's come down to injury prevention as well, as well as power. As you know, I mean, it's there's a lot of science behind it, but it's it's mm. interesting that interesting. get the ball out of your glove, get it up. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. Yep. So, so yeah, maybe football yes. Football is a common football is a common piece of equipment found yes. in uh, in baseball teams now. It you is know, now. Interesting. And, yeah. Tom House uh, was a left-handed pitcher in the majors, and he's a big pitching guy, guru guy. Uh, He's he he has a lot of his guys that throw throw football. In fact, Tom Brady has gone to Tom House before um, for throwing mechanics uh, uh, practice. I'll be honest with you. Just speaking on in from my experience, my son uh, played quarterback as as an eighth grader and as a as a freshman Mm -hmm. um, before he broke his collarbone as a freshman. (laughs) But he um, his arm. His, you know, as a catcher mm-hmm. in baseball, his arm was a lot stronger his freshman year, and I think mm-hmm. throwing that football was was a big part of that. Whether it was just you know the conditioning aspect of of throwing the football for as long as what he did, or you know the you know coach like you're talking about the the uh, the mechanics involved, mm-hmm. his arm did look a lot more live uh, last yeah. season. Yeah, so, good. So I guess the moral of this, Curtis, is. What could have been? What yeah. might have been had you played baseball? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I grew up watching a lot of it. Watched the the, the Toronto Blue Jays a bunch. Uh, yeah. Went to a bunch of games with my dad and stuff. And I just never, never, never got into it. And I know Nathan. Nathan tried when he was younger, but got cut from the team. And he said, "How about that? I'm done. I'm done with that." Yeah. You know, so uh, he do, might do you have a favorite uh, Blue Jay? Oh, Ooh. um, you know, I liked uh, Edwin uh, in Incarnacion way back in the day. Oh, okay. Just yeah. Yeah, a lot of home runs, yeah. Another uh, another guy who left the Reds and was great somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> the the, the years right. that he was there, the last couple ones before uh, he left, were some prime Blue Jay days when I was when I was alive. Um, I know my dad uh, watched them win the World Series a couple times, but um, no, it's 
nah, it, it's a fun, it's fun sport to watch, especially the play, playoff baseball is, is is like no other, in, in my opinion. You're right. Yeah, that's, honestly, that's about the only time I like to watch Major League Baseball anymore. But <laughs> I was looking to see if we're Edwin, about is Edwin still in the game. I don't even know. I think he's, I, I, I'm no, looking I him up. So. Last last place he my, played was first base for uh, the White Sox. Oh, really? He's kids would know. Yeah. Kids, kids if he's on that MLB, the show that they play on the... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, kids now know, like, you know, talking to my my uh, uh, sixth grader, you know, he'll be, he'll come in and start talking to me about this random relief pitcher on, you know, the, the Diamondbacks and say, what do you know about him? I'm like, I don't know anything about him. Hey, speaking of video so games, knows. in 2024? Yep. Is that right? It, they pushed they're, it back. They're in bringing year, yeah. NCAA football back. Yeah. Did you know that, Pat? I heard that. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. we were Everyone before chapel one night, that. we were talking about that, and a couple of the guys were like, uh, I, "Sam was like, uh, if I come back another year, I'd be on that game." Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no. <I'd be laughs> what, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, go ahead. No, you, you go ahead. I was yeah, just saying that that'd be cool. I mean, we, all right. The, everyone has NCAA fourteen, which is the last released one. It's an know? awesome game, and it, it, people still play it today because they they make custom rosters and stuff like that, and it's yeah. it's competitive still, and it it's going to be one of the most the best selling video games in a while. Whether it's going to oh, it, it will be good or not, you know, right, it, right. Are you a gamer, Curtis? Um. In the off season, more than more than more than during the season, I shut off uh, and I don't do any video games throughout the whole season and stuff like that. Um, and basically, in the off season, I, I'll pick up like you know, I'll play a little bit of Madden here and there. Um, you know, grew up with mainly only sports games uh, that Nathan yeah. and I played, um, and so that's that's what I'm used to. And um, I mean, it's fun to to play football and not be stressed about it, right? <laughs> That's actually that's a good that's a good question and answer right there actually. I mean if you consider if you consider the you know the fact that we have a lot of folks who probably do play a lot of video games. Mm-hmm. But I mean there's a reason why you put it down during the season most likely. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It, it's yeah. distracting. I mean it's the same thing with social media. It's it, you you can take some even if it's like half an hour a day you're losing. Oh you yeah. Know, a couple hours a week of time that you could be doing something yeah. more productive mm. speaking of my soul right there <laughs> <laughs> what do you yeah. what do you um what do you do uh when you're not playing football or you're not practicing football during the season um uh i mean just usually just hanging out with some friends uh this year you got into a little bit of golf um kind of harder during the season because you know you can be sore and stuff like that but um especially in the summer we played a lot of golf and then a couple of our bye weeks and go around and, and play some golf i know you i ran into some of these cats out there on the yeah. ou course and uh, i hear that the it comes down to you and wigless right yeah i i don't know sam's pretty good <laughs> that's what i'll I hear, be yeah. honest i i don't think is there anything that guy's not good at i don't know i haven't figured it out yet um Played a little bit of darts with him a couple of days ago, and I beat him in darts. <laughs> okay, so, okay. so I'll, take, I'll take the darts one. But other you than that, throwing, right? yeah, exactly. If he was receiving them, though, he'd have caught every single one of them. Exactly. <laughs> other than that, he's uh, he's quite an athlete. He's yeah. quite an athlete. Yeah. I'm really glad that he came to Me Ohio too. from from that other school up there. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever it was. Yeah. yeah that's right. <laughs> Good deal. Well, I tell you, we've we've had you in here for almost an hour or so, and and uh, even talking before we we hit the play the record button, but. Um, 
We Pat and I have a question that we always first of all thanks a lot for giving us a conversation. I mean, it's really why our podcast course, is yeah. a conversation, and and people are going to love listening to you, getting to know you a little bit better. And um, we ask every guest the same question before we before we sign off with them, and that is think back to your younger your your youth playing days, and you're still I mean you know you're you're a grown man, but but uh, you know, your youth days aren't that far beyond you. What is one of your favorite memories from playing youth sports, any sport, just something that sticks out. Yeah. Um, again, the memories that we've created and the relationships that I've had, but you know, I think going back to when I was four years old and, um, I was four years old, but I turned five later that, that season. But, um, I joined, you know, pretty much because my brother was playing and at that age, yeah, I did whatever he wanted to do. Um, but I joined and, and I remember they, they threw me at like safety yep. and I was, I was very small. <laughs> um, they gave me these gloves um, that would probably look like winter gloves on me and I was running around and, and I remember just, they hand the ball off to some dude that was, that hit puberty a little earlier than everybody else kind of thing. He got, he kind of, he kind of grew a little bit more than everybody. And I ran at him, and then I quickly ran the other way. <laughs> and uh, turned around. I turned around, and, and I ran. I, and kind of at the end of the game, I, I kind of remember just kept just telling my parents that I wanted to be on the other side of the ball. You know, yeah. I, I wanted to be the guy running, whatever that meant be, or yeah. whatever that was be. So it, it was just fun just thinking back to the first time in playing and how it wasn't the greatest experience. Yeah, but now looking at it, how where it's where it's brought me and stuff, I'm so glad I was yeah, at that that moment and was right. did step in and play because it's it's uh, it it's been nothing but but fun. Yeah, so that's awesome. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Curtis, really really glad you joined us there. I again I apologize for not being able to be in there and shake your hand, but oh good, uh, big fan of you and looking forward to. Uh, Looking forward to watching you over the next couple of years. Thank you. Yeah, no, I appreciate you guys having me on here. This is uh, 136 episodes is a lot, so I'm glad I, I was on one of them. Well, you Ooh. know, he's pretty windy. <laughs> 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 hey, you got to get I well. You got to get well, buddy. He's hey, Pat also assists. He's assistant uh, varsity basketball coach as well. So mm. you, you can't be around those uh, those bas- basketball players. We've- We've got a lot of guys sick right now. Yeah. It's, it's going around. around yeah. It is, yeah. Yeah, our team is trying to avoid it. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah going to Arizona here in a couple weeks. Arizona, 30th, yep. Yeah, we'll uh, try to maybe have Curtis on again um, around the same time. It'll have to be a little bit later so we can get him after uh, the bowl game next year, but uh, so we can talk about the match championship that, there we, you go. that we get next year. There you go. That's right. That's right. Yeah, big big expectations now, right? So that's yeah. And it's, 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 actually, it should be that way every year. I mean, regardless. I mean, you came into this year with big expectations, mm-hmm. regardless of what last year was like. So uh, every competitor has that in mind. So mm-hmm. without a doubt, absolutely. So that, that's, uh, let's 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 plan on that. Good luck. I know that you're not on the field, but you're still leading that team um, without mm-hmm. any doubt and uh, in in other ways. And so, good luck at the Barstool Sports Bowl. We'll uh, download that app, I suppose, and watch that game. There you go. The, the only game not on cable TV or, yeah. or network. Yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's weird. It's weird format and stuff. Yeah. But it's it's yeah. it's a it's a good bowl. I'm interested in the commentary. 
<laughs> during the game. It's going to be different. It'll be more like the Manning brothers, I'm guessing. Probably. The Monday Night Football. That's a, lot of, that's a lot of fun watching those guys. So, yeah. You'll be on the Manning brothers pod, uh, broadcast someday. They'll, they'll, they'll get you on there when you're, when you're not playing a Monday night game. Yeah, no, no, that'd be, that'd be fun. The day that'd after your Sunday game, so, yeah. I know Nathan's met them. I would love to meet them. I mean, they're, they're, yeah. they seem like some really yeah. great guys and knowledgeable you, for you'll, sure. You'll learn a lot oh, yeah. watching watching the Monday Night Football game with them doing the, the, the commentary. Yeah. Uh, you learn so much from those guys. Yeah, they're... They're, they're, they're so cool. down to earth. Like, they're completely... There's night and day difference between Tom Brady. Can't kind of, like kind of can't figure to. that guy out sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like I don't. I feel like I would feel awkward in a conversation with Tom Brady, but with Peyton and Eli, you know, they're they're more just kind of dudes. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what Tom Brady's like when he's retired, for sure. Tom's already sort of come down to earth a little bit in terms of how he relates to people. I mean, he, going to Tampa Bay, it seemed like he had a different personality than he did in New England, mm-hmm. and it seems like seems like, yeah, it's. I don't he got know. away from. From Coach Belichick, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah it's really Dr. dry Brady, up but. there. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, he had the after the game last week. He uh, he signed uh, yes. the ball that some dude intercepted him. On I saw that. Whatever. Yeah. Oh, like, oh yeah, I there, heard that. Yeah, yeah, there was a cool yeah sort of behind the scenes video of the conversations he was having with guys after that game uh, because Brock Purdy also his first NFL game first NFL start. And they just dismantled the Buccaneers yeah. in that game, and uh, and so he was looking around. anybody seen Tom? anybody seen Tom? And then the and then the, the camera went to him, and just all these guys sort of fanboying over him, saying, "Man, I'm just I'm just I'm in mid. I'm a big fan. Would you mm-hmm. sign, sign signed a San Francisco jersey? Yeah. One guy. And Tom's and, just so oh yeah. Chill with it. He's like, hey, you're a great player. Keep after it. Yeah. You know, he just got the crap kicked out of him, yep. and he you know he could just go straight to the locker room. So I, I kind of I do respect that. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I, yeah, we went to we went to the Browns Buccaneers game a few weeks ago, and, uh, and that was a good game for you as a Browns fan. It was a great game as a Browns yeah. fan, but you know that that was the first time that I'd seen uh, Brady play live, and that was kind of the idea. That, you know, I thought it'd be a pretty pretty neat experience for the family to go up there and, and watch him play. So he's not uh, he's not the same as he used to be, uh, but uh, he's still. But he's, you were still on charges. you were still on pins and needles at the end of that game, though. Do not give him the ball with time. That's true. Yeah, that's the thing. You can't give can't give Brady the ball yeah. with less uh, than a minute left. It's fun to watch, unless you're unless he's playing the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, again, Curtis, thanks a lot. I've got a Christmas party to go to. Unfortunately, Pat's missing his office Christmas party today. Is I, maybe, or maybe fortunately, I guess, depending on your perspective there. <laughs> so, I'm actually feeling yeah. a little better now. I wasn't yeah, there you go. I, got on. See, I feel like my voice is starting to clear up a little bit. Curtis Rourke has that effect on people. <laughs> he's, a, he's got healing magic. Making me feel better. So, yeah. Good deal. Well, have that, a Curtis. Merry Christmas and uh, and can't wait to, uh, to see you back out there. Yeah, me too. Me too. Merry Christmas to all. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And to all a good night. That's right. <laughs>